Welcome to the Create Your Shape podcast. I'm Jenny the Nutritionist, and I'll be teaching you the strategy, structure, and science to build muscle and decrease body fat, specifically for ladies who work out. Hello, friends. Today, I have a special episode. I interviewed my client, Jana, and she did three rounds of Create Your Shape and created her freaking shape. In addition to that, she's a CrossFit athlete and hit tons of PRs and huge milestones there. But I mean, she built so much muscle and leaned out and just looks so strong. You can see the lines in her arms and her shoulder calves, her tight core and her abs and her quads popping. So good. So without further ado, here is the interview with my client, Jana. Welcome, Jana. Jana was a Create Your Shape superstar. She did three rounds and she dropped probably over 10 pounds of body fat and gained, I would guess, over five pounds of muscle based on these photos. We also got her eating so much more. She was crushing it in the gym at her CrossFit classes and she learn the strategy. We were just talking before this and she was already speaking in terms of the strategy of what she's going to do next. And we got you eating so much more food. I know we got you up to, I think it was 2,100 the first round from 1,500 calories. And then it got you up to 23. It might even been more than that. So thank you for coming on the Create Your Shape podcast and for letting me interview you. First, I just want to start off like from the very beginning of where you were initially. Like I remember talking to you. I know you're a mom of three boys. You kind of had a busy life and you also, you are from um, around the same area that I'm from and went to the CrossFit push and weight. Um, And so I know that you were into the gym and you were competitive, but you were kind of just missing that next step in terms of nutrition, but kind of give me a little bit more of where you were initially at. Yeah. Um, initially I, based on everything that I have learned, I was not eating enough. You know, I would work out. Um, I didn't do like two workouts a day. I wasn't that obsessive about it. I would just wanted to get my, my workout in and I wanted to look like I was working out, you know, and it's just that extra layer of fluff. And so I would do, you know, going back to not eating enough, if you think, okay, well, I'll do a keto diet. I'll, you know, I'll reduce my carbs. I'll, um, I'll try to do some other fad diet or something. That's just, that's a quick fix that makes me look like I'm working out. So that's yeah. kind of, yeah. That's super, super common. And so is there something that you would never do now, just from what you've learned that you were like, oh, if I could go back and tell that person, like, why are you doing that? Uh, is there anything like that? I would never do keto again. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say it doesn't work for the short term, but learning um, the relationship between pro- the macros and protein and how important carbohydrates and fats are, and you have to have all three of them. And it's just something that I'm trying to teach my children, my boys, um, especially their athletes and um, making sure that they have the right ratios. Um, Yeah. So I'm not going to say I'm never going to look for another quick fix, but, you know, there are some things that um, 
yeah, just won't happen again. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's super common too, but I actually just saw, um, I think I saw this on Facebook. One of your boys competed in, is it cross country or, or track? I actually have two that are um, running track, one for middle school and one for high school. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And I, I think they did well. And I, I just, I know that you have now the knowledge and the tools to help fuel them too, which is so cool because like exactly what you just said, like we're always so afraid to eat more or to eat carbs. And then you saw how powerful it was just in your own training. And now you get to pass it down to them, which is awesome. Yeah. Yep. So when you, like before you joined, was there something that you were like, oh, I think I need to do this. Like this is really like the thing that's going to take me to the next like level in terms of my shape. Typically people think it's, Oh, I need to work out more and eat less, but was there anything specific for you? Um, I had been part of crossing weight for a while. Uh, sorry, CrossFit pushing weight for a while. <laughs> and um, I just, like I said, I was, not any, I mean, I'm, I'm a moderate intermediate, um, CrossFit athlete. I'm certainly, uh, I'm not a beginner, but I'm not, um, advanced. So definitely not RXing all of my workouts or anything like that, but I can lift, I can, um, you know, I can compete, uh, but what I was not seeing was necessarily the performance. You know, I was looking at other people, not, not to compare, but I wanted to know what was different when you came in the gym and it was just like, so what, what makes, you know, the elite athletes elite and, um, how can I at least get better in my own performance, whether I'm ever an RX athlete, it does not matter to me. Um, but I want to be a better version of myself. So that's kind of where that came from. Yeah. That's such a, like so many people have that too. It's like a lot of the ladies that join create your shape, like as you saw in the group and definitely you and I, we're always going to want to improve always. Like it's just who we are and we like that challenge and we want that next step. And so if you're putting in so much effort and you're like, wait a minute, one, why is my performance not getting better? Right. And I keep trying to mm -hmm. tackle these same things. And then two, why does my physique not represent this effort that I'm putting in? Like right. something's got to change. Like, what am I missing? That's something I remember. I asked myself a lot. Like I know people are doing it. I know I'm capable of doing it, which I think you were in the same boat. Like, you know, you're capable of it, but like what was missing, right? I, it was, yeah. is that something that you ever asked yourself? Yes, very much so. Um, I mean, and we had done, but not maybe a year ahead of this, we had actually, the gym did like the zone diet, you know, prescribed for cross crossfitters and worked really well, but it wasn't anything, you know, um, wasn't specifically tracking macros, you know, that different program. So it was a little bit different, but the same concept and had great success, but it wasn't anything that I, I didn't stick to it. And, you know, you get to a point where, you, you see, you get a, you, I guess you earn your physique and then you just kind of like, you know, I need to stay with this. This is something where I have to be consistent, both in my training as well as my nutrition. And um, yeah, so there's always that factor of what am I missing? Yeah, definitely. And too, I think you were at 
the perfect spot where, and I have a separate podcast on this. I think I told you to listen to it. Um, performance versus aesthetics, right? <laughs> and how you can you can improve both. And you are at a place where you could definitely improve both. And then after a couple of rounds, you're, you had gotten your physique, you changed so much in your physique that then it was getting to the point of, okay, now you got to decide which one are you going to really focus on to take it to that next level. But initially you were in a place where you were already training, right? You just needed the, to optimize your nutrition, to get more out of that training for both performance in your shape. Yeah. So was there anything that you were hesitant about before joining? Was there anything, I know some people are like, oh, I'm going to never be able to have, I don't know, X again or anything like that. Were you hesitant about? Not really. Um, as you know, me type A control type person, I do very well with a schedule and um, with, I I'm, can be very disciplined if I am really into it. So I knew going in that this is what I was going to do. Um, and there was no ifs, ands, or buts. Like this was, this was it. So, and I wanted to get the most out of it. Yeah. And that you did. And I want to say we talked and then you were like, oh, like I'm not ready. And then kind of had like, I don't, I can't remember exactly what it was, but maybe it was just like fear or like fear of the investment. I want to say it was around. Um, cause maybe you've done yeah. something like that before and there was some fear there. And then, which is, this is hilarious. Then you joined three more times or two more times. So three, three rounds, times. which is so good. Do you remember kind of what that fear was and then like what changed afterwards that made you keep signing up again and again? Yeah. The way you just phrased it, it, it really brings it home that, yeah, the money is a factor. And I think of all the things that I spend money on. Um, yes, I spend money on myself, but to think of your nutrition as an investment was a game changer. Um, and to be able to continue that from that standpoint. And so that's why it was definitely um, more important in the subsequent rounds that I continue that and that I did look for, for the long term that that's, that's an investment in myself. Yeah. Like creating an ROI. And I think yeah. and you're somebody who really values your health and your, your just your day-to-day -day health, but also your physique and your um, like performance and like all of that makes like who you are and how you show up. And I think that's the same for a lot of the create your shape ladies, like including me. Right. And we are, I, I think of us as kind of a different breed where we do really prioritize that and in our investments reflect that. Um, and so there are people who will spend, you know, getting the bathroom redone or upgrading to the leather seats or buying the Gucci purse and all of that. And maybe like, I might do some of that too. Right. But my, like my priorities are going to show up as my health, my physique, my, like how I'm feeling in my skin, like in the day to day. And I think right. that's exactly kind of what you described. Well, and again, it goes along with, I'm investing in myself when I go to the gym. I mean, my gym membership isn't cheap. So it goes hand in hand. If you're shortcutting and shortchanging yourself in one regard, then you're not making it again. You're not optimizing the investment. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. So when you joined, like, 
you immediately, I think you're, like you said, you're very type A, very um, into the details, kind of all or nothing, right? And those, those are a lot of ladies that join. And so some of that is being like, okay, hey, we don't have to be as perfect, but we we do have to, we want you being like a little more consistent at like 80% versus short-term 100%. And right. initially we slowly started increasing your, your intake. So you were at 1500 calories. I think you were familiar with macros, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you had like the deep understanding, like we, like we cover in create your shape and right. you were familiar with it, but not necessarily either the strategy too, which kind of like you mentioned before, it's like you could do something and you could execute, but you wanted to like kind of embed the understanding into who you who you are. So is there anything that you remember, like the biggest surprise or was anything different than you expected of like, Oh, like this is how it works or, Oh, I get it now or anything like that. Uh, the biggest thing was that I could eat more and still lose weight. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's huge because you were at like, I'm going to have your dashboard in front of me, 1500 initially, then you went up to 2100. Mm-hmm. So you were eating more and looking better and feeling better. And I, I remember your check-ins being like, I feel great in the gym. Like I'm pushing it. Like I'm, you were PRing. It seemed like every week. And I was like, dang girl, like eating food, eating more food, looking good, feeling good. But you got up to 2100 calories and then you were able to go into the calorie deficit at 19 hundred calories. So that's still 400 calories more than you were initially eating, but you were getting so much more out of it. And then the following rounds, I know you went up to 2,300 and then deep cut again at 1,900. Um, so yeah, I, that definitely makes sense where it's like, oh my gosh, I can eat. <laughs> and I know you mentioned eating carbs too. So was there a specific change you noticed from just having more knowledge or understanding how nutrition or your body or the scale worked? One um, thing was about nutrient timing and the fact that you stack your carbs around your workout, which I typically work out in the morning. And so, and then I know that when I didn't eat enough carbs around my workout, my energy would start flagging in the afternoon. So I would know, okay, well, tomorrow I'm going to eat a little bit more, but it's just to get more carbs um, around that, around your workout and increase your fats at the end. So it sustains you more. Um, Yeah. And I remember you, I think you, you, you worked out in the morning. So you're, you were like, maybe have a little something or maybe nothing at all. And we started oh, yeah. Before, small. beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. And then we started small and then continued to increase and then really apply the full nutrient timing. And then if you don't have that, you definitely notice, like I definitely notice if I go to the gym and I'm like, even if my, in, at the detail, like my timing of it is off and it hasn't like fully digested and all of that. Like I, I noticed all of that now. Um, but I remember that cause I'm going to say you had like a banana. I, I can't remember exactly, but there was like very specific things you did that changed. And I still do. I still do. <laughs> You've got your routine down. I do. Yes. 
So that's kind of the next question I had is one of the other main things that we work on is creating your nutrition routine. So there is the plan of like changing your body composition, right? Like the actual science of it. And then there's the understanding behind it. Like we spent a whole week on nutrient timing. So you understand what it is like practice implementing Mm -hmm. all of that. And then there's the nutrition routine of actually taking all of the information and embedding it into just who you are and how you operate. So is there anything that like the biggest, maybe specific example that you have of the benefit of your nutrition routine now? Um, I'm also a creature of habit. So I do like the same breakfast every morning, but I can do it with just using my hand. Um, I like the scale. That is just me, the food scale. So I will still use the food scale, but I, I know that if I'm, it doesn't have to be exact. It doesn't have to be perfect. I am consistent with what I put in my bowl. I typically have oatmeal um, and egg whites. And so I know exactly how to portion those out. Um, and that is my routine that starts me every day. And that's typically post-workout if, I'm, um, if I've worked out. If it's a rest day, that's my breakfast. Yeah. So oh, go ahead. No, it just sets me up for the rest of the day. Um, and then the rest of my meals, I can portion out as needed. And um, with more calories, more uh, carbs on training days, then I just have to implement and add a little afternoon snack. So I have a structure that I have or that I use and I basically keep it. Um, that hasn't changed. Yeah. And it makes things so like run so smooth and so automatic. Cause I remember you were a stay at home mom and you learned the having structure, create your plate, the like nutrition routine. And then you went back to work and that is a huge transition that a lot of people, it takes time to kind of kind of create their new nutrition routine based on their new schedule. But it seemed like to me, like I was expecting like, oh yeah, we're going to have weeks of that. We're just going to kind of maintain and focus on that transition and you you would need coaching on it and all of that. But it felt like it was just like a, from one day to the next, you easily made that switch. And do you think that was because you had such a solid structure and foundation in place? Or what do you think that was that made that easy for you? I think the foundation definitely helped. Um, It also helped that I was still working from home. So it wasn't like I was having to pack every meal and take it with me. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to quite prepare that way. But I still had to do my meal planning and preparation because I couldn't take an hour and a half to cook my food every time, right? So I had to have it ready. I had to do that meal prep um, so that I could just grab, make my plate and create my plate and um, get back to the computer. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's a good point where it's like, I still had to like plan ahead and execute, but it does help when you're working from home for sure. And then are you still working from home now or are you in the office? Yeah, no, I'm still working from home. Nice. So kind of moving into, like we talked about in your knowledge and the uh, like routine changes, which I think that is what helped you create all the physique changes you did. So kind of tell me a little bit more about the main physique changes you've noticed. I mean, looking at your photos, clearly it's the muscle that has, that has gained and I'm like zoomed in on them now, but I mean, your photos, I 
I'm excited for, um, for people to see these. And I know you posted in our Facebook group at one point and it, it might've even been a bikini photo where you were like, I can't believe like I look this good at 42, um, which I, I, I think it's so awesome that it, that people don't know that, right? So many people think, oh, I'm just getting, I'm just getting older or I might, you know, I have a couple of kids now. This is just the way it goes, but you are a, I forget the exact word I'm looking for, but you're just such an example of that's not the case, right? Like you can actually look better now than you did before with the strategy, with the tools and with the, with the routine and consistency that you've created. Um, but you really like leaned out and then everything looks tighter and, and lifted. And then you have their arm cut, you have your abs cut, like you can see your quad definition. And I remember in one check-in you shared, you're like, I love this, that I can now see like the fibers in my muscle, <laughs> which I'm like, yeah. And you were like, I know that's weird. And I'm like, no, I know what you're talking about. Like, this is the place where we know what you're talking about, which is so cool. But right. from your perspective, um, during, you know, that, that time period of, of building and then the calorie deficit, what were the biggest physique changes that you noticed? Definitely um, with the calorie deficit or the cut, you definitely see more of that definition um, leading up to that. Yeah. There were times where I felt a little fluffier because mm-hmm. I was increasing, you know, I was building muscle um, and that was expected. So, but that's the purpose of the strategy and the calorie deficit um, to whittle that that fluffy down and show off your hard work. Yeah. And the best part was when you were pairing that with, and I want to say when you're in the calorie deficit, you were still hitting PR. So how did it, how did it feel showing up to the gym when you were well-fueled where you had nutrient timing, where you were eating more um, and where you had kind of the physique to represent it too, but how did that feel and kind of what did that look like in your training? you know, you feel good. You feel strong. Um, if you look strong, you feel strong. I mean, I just, in my, my own mind, um, it felt like that I, I could push my boundaries, push my limits more in the gym. I could try to lift more, try to hit the PRs. Um, my endurance had improved, um, during parts of that. So, felt good, you know, and you, you don't want to waste that. <laughs> yeah. And you're competitive, even if it's with yourself, right? Like it feels so yeah. good It when you are putting the work into something and then you see and can feel like output of it. Um, right. Yeah. So is there anything that you're thinking like you're going to take with you long-term, like, like, I know you already talked about the strategy, but thinking, you know, in years from now, and I know you already talked about like how you're informing your kids, but is there anything that stands out to you that you're like, yeah, this is going to, I'm always going to remember this, or this is something I'm always going to use. Um, I'd like to say all of it, but yeah. I'm not going to remember everything. And there will be times where some of that stuff does, it just won't work. Um not meaning it doesn't work. It just isn't applicable at certain times. Put it that way. Um, I, I like, again, I like a structure. I want to take that with me. Um, I want to know that there is a solution. Even if I get off track, I don't have to be perfect. I just have to get back on track and be consistent. And those are, those are the biggest things. Um, 
because life happens and we get sick or something else happens and you get injured. Um, and you do have to, if you can't maintain something for a little while, um, I've got the tools that I need to go back to exactly where, where I want to be. And I have to give myself grace for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love how you're thinking about it as tools because that's exactly it. So many people think, okay, I'm going to do all of this work and then I'm going to arrive there. Right. And then I just need to be perfect and and consistent and never change where life will happen. Like it's just part of it. You're going to go on vacations. You're going to get sick. You're going to, you know, have get an injury or have a time period where you're prioritizing maybe work or kids stuff or something like that. And knowing like having these tools that you can implement at different parts of your life that fit with an overall strategy and bigger picture, like that is definitely the, like the best long-term plan. So I love that. I know we were kind of talking about that before too, (laughs) with you recently getting sick and all of that. Um, so is there anything else that you want to share or want to add on to this conversation? Um, well, first of all, thank you for teaching me um, these tools and for, that will sustain me. Um, I enjoyed meeting the ladies that I was in groups with. Um, I know some of the, the ladies at the gym did it with me. And so we always have something to talk about. We're always checking in on each other. And so that little piece of accountability is always good as well. So um, that's what your your sessions and your groups help with. So. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. And thank you for being such a joy to work with in a superstar Create Your Shape lady. And thank you for coming on the Create Your Shape podcast. Sure. Thanks. Hey, if you work out and want to look like you work out, then you need to be in the Create Your Shape program. Learn more and get started at JennyTheNutritionist.com slash create dash your dash shape. You can also follow me on Instagram for more content at Jenny the Nutritionist.